Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs, and I am here with your daily Black History moment. Today we're talking about Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker created specialized hair products for African American hair care and was one of the first American women to become a self-made millionaire. Walker was born Sarah Breedlove on December 23, 1867 on a cotton plantation near Delta, Louisiana. During the 1890s, Sarah developed a scalp disorder that caused her to lose much of her hair and began to experiment with both home remedies and store-bought hair care treatments in an attempt to improve her condition. In 1908, Walker opened a factory and a beauty school in Pittsburgh, and by 1910, when Walker transferred her business operations to Indianapolis, the Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company had become wildly successful with profits that were the modern-day equivalent of several million dollars. So many black people still get their hair straightened. It's a wonder we don't have a national holiday for Madam C.J. Walker, who invented the process of straightening kinky hair. Thank you, Madam C.J. Walker, for revolutionizing the hair game. That's it for today's Black History Moment. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will take an in-depth look at love, relationships, and power couples in the county. You will hear the stories of how busy Prince Georgians are finding, nurturing, and thriving in love in this career-driven town. This season is sure to take you on a joy ride. So buckle up and take a seat. You're going to love, love. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden once again, and today is February 12th, 2020, 2020. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily Podcast, Heavenly Bee talks food with a local chef. Do you know how to impress your booth for Valentine's Day? If you're looking for a last-minute Valentine that is sure to please, stay here and learn from our Prince George another day, Chef Lionel P. That's coming up right after the weather. And for today's weather, rain continues here in Prince George's County with a high of 47 degrees. Our low tonight will stay right around 39 degrees as wetter weather continues to hang around the area for the next couple days. We're expecting a 90% chance of rain tomorrow. Sunnier skies will move into the area tonight as the temperature drops to the lower 30s. Friday promises to be bright and sunny with a high temperature only in the mid-30s you might want to grab a heavy coat for the weekend. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 7.02 this morning. Our sunset this afternoon will take place at 5.40. And that's for February 12th, 2020. Stay with us after today's episode of The Season of Love. We will bring news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, will Maryland take hate crimes more seriously? A bird smuggling ring is caught like Sylvester the cat, and a local family is homeless after a car crash. So stay with us. Coming right up, though, Heavenly Bee sits down with our Prince Georgian of the day, Chef Lionel P. This is the Prince George's Daily Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Heavenly Bee, here with the Prince George's Daily. And today I'm here with Chef Lionel P. Say hi. Lionel. Hello, everyone. Um, tell us what the name of your business is. The name of my business is Eats by Lionel LLC. We are a private chefing and catering company. And the reason why we have Chef Lionel here today is because, of course, it's Love Month. And, of course, we love love over here. And we want to know how to incorporate the thing that we all love, which is food, into an amazing Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, food is love and love is food. That's where it all started at. <laughs> I, listen, I can attest. Now, I want to get to that. But okay. before we go there, I always like to start off by asking my guests a little bit about themselves and and how they got to the point of 
starting their own business. So tell me about yourself a little bit. Okay, well, um, I'm born and raised in Washington, D.C. Uh, eventually, I moved to PG County when I was in about elementary school. Um, I graduated from Crossland High School. Okay. Um, that's that's my home base there, but um, I always lived in Forestville. So go Knights, that's, that's my hometown, Forestville, Maryland, PG County. Cool. Okay, so what got you into cooking? Um, actually, I always grew up watching B. Smith and G. Garvin. Those were my inspiration. They, they planted that seed in me when I was just a kid growing up watching them. And then um, when I was in high school, I started out cooking at a fast food restaurant called uh, Bojangles Chicken and Biscuits. <laughs> so that's that's where it all started at. And then from there, the, the foundation was laid. And then one day I woke up, it's like, I'm going to go for it. No matter no matter what the obstacles are, I'm going to definitely go for it. So what was that like, though, being in the kitchen at Bojangles? Oh man, it was hot. It was it was it, it smelled like fried chicken all day. And I actually started out washing the dishes. I started mm-hmm. out at the bottom. So I'm no stranger to hard work at all. Washing the dishes and I moved up to being before the store closed, um, chef manager. Okay. Um and then that's actually what deterred me from further pursuing my ke- career in cooking in the culinary field. Um that's when I got into what I do now, which is I'm a full-time homeland security specialist, mm-hmm. but the kitchen is, that's my first love. So where was that moment then that, that made you say, um, I'm going to actually start a business mm-hmm. as a chef? Uh, one day I just woke up and was like, you know, I don't love going to work, mm-hmm. but I love the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait to get home to try some new recipe or make some new dish or some dish that I saw that inspired me. Like, I'm going to do that and then I'm going to reinvent it and make it my own. So that's what actually got me to do it. And then speaking with chefs that I know that are in the industry, as well as other uh, mentors, they was like, make sure you have your paperwork in order. Make sure you have your insurance, yeah. your licenses, your LLC. So that way, in the event that anything happens, you want to be protected. Your brand is protected. Nobody can take anything from you that you built from the ground up. Yeah. Kind of like a, a flashback from last season where we did um, on business. We talked a lot about making sure that everything is in order. Cause Absolutely. Especially with the social media um, world now. Yeah. If you're not covered, people will see your name on that social media. Mm-hmm. And they'll Google that thing. And if it's not taken, they'll, they'll buy your whole um, name. Yeah, they'll take your Trademark style. Trademark your whole thing. Absolutely. And then you just but lost the, in the sauce. The thing over. about my dishes is that I don't even care if they steal it. Because everybody knows my brand. Everybody knows my food. There's certain things that people will be like, oh, I know that was yours. And mm-hmm. I can't be mimicked. I don't need to... Uh, watermark my dishes or anything hey, like talk that. Talk your stuff. Go ahead. Away, but I know what you can do. You can't recreate what God gave. You can't do that. You Facts. I won't be able to do it. So tell the people um, what kind of services you provide, what they can look forward to from you. Oh, for me, they can look forward to um, personal in-home private dining. Okay. As well as um, tastings, as well as small catering for uh, small to medium events such as baby showers, engagements marriage proposals i mean we we do it all i have a strong team behind me that Mm -hmm. can deliver on what's not being given to the industry now and what to look forward to in the future perfect um what is yours what's your niche what's your specialty my specialty is lamb lamb is my specialty lamb chops uh, lamb shoulder lamb leg lamb loin um ground lamb i make a mean ground lamb spaghetti that would just knock your socks off most people don't really experiment with lamb like i do mm-hmm. but that's it and i also love italian food so okay that's that's my that's my specialty lamb lamb interesting i like lamb lamb's good yeah absolutely it's called it's phenomenal i prefer <laughs> lamb over beef 
So Me too. Yes. Give me a lamb chop over a steak any day. I'm good. Yeah, it's easy on the digestive system as well. Mm-hmm. Not, not as harsh as this beef is. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. And on your teeth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give my listeners, especially the men, put them up on game about what they can make for their their boo to make Valentine's Day special. And I'm thinking some, some foolproof meals that nobody can mess up. Foolproof meals in today's world, uh, salmon. You can't jack up a salmon. Salmon is the go-to. Yeah, it's 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 the, the usual dish that everybody makes. However, you can't mess it up and it ain't too much pressure on it. As long as you season it well with some salt, some pepper, some fresh lemon juice, Those that's the thing that you want to go to. Um, and for the fellas, I mean, just put effort into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Start from the beginning of, you know, buying flowers, uh, some uh, some candles, um, set a nice table. Um, if you can afford to do those kind of things, but definitely stick to, you know, what you know and put your effort into it for sure. I love it. I love it. So now I would like to know um, when you're cooking for these couples, how do you personalize it? Like, what is your inspiration? Because we've discussed how they can put the thought into it. But as a chef, when they hire you, I'm sure they're expecting you to to do some of the work. Oh, I do all the work. I tell them just kick back, relax, just, you know, provide me the environment to cook. Um, and I do everything from, from top to bottom to the middle, even to the dishes. But um, as far as what inspires me, I usually take from their, 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 the couple's story. I usually ask questions in the beginning, like, how did you meet? Or what was the first date? Or What's, you know, each of you all's uh, favorite food or what was a, a funny thing that happened on the first date or throughout your dating history? And then I take that and I incorporate that into not only the dishes, but the menu as well. I make custom menus like I had one client that um, they met on social media and then I made like a DM menu and then put each dish that was inside of the uh, menu for that. And I gave them some, some that they could keep and always remember that experience. How many couples do you meet that actually met online or in the DM though? Oh man, lots. For real? Uh, today's dating scene is definitely the DMs. Mm. Um, I got a homeboy, he famous for DMs. You know, I ain't gonna put his name out there, but <laughs> he gets all type of- What did he saying? I, I mean, I need to learn some game. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. It'd be like small stuff, like hey, hey, big hey. I, mean, I don't know what they say, you know. But not nah, hey, that sounds like my kind of know, game hey, right there. You know, for, for the most part, it's um, because with social media, you can see every, you see the person's life, what their likes, yeah. where they go, where they be. So you don't need stuff like uh, black people meet and match and all that kind of stuff. Now pay for any subscription. Go through their social media, see what you like and don't like, and just slide in the DMs. That's just what they do today. I don't. You, do I'm that, about to say you be sliding in DMs. Nah, I don't do DMs. Nah, uh, I'm not. I'm not good with DMs. I'm traditional. I, I meet women in Target and the grocery store and libraries and stuff like that. So what you be saying? What you say when you meet somebody? Um, hey, hi, how are you doing? It depends on the atmosphere. You know, I'm corny. I do stuff like. You know, your shoe untied, and then I'll start talking to you. You know, something, something stupid like That's that. That's kind of you know? cute, though. Hey, now, I know. had somebody tie my shoe before, and I thought that was cuter because, baby, see? help me. See? Help me ask for service. Next thing you <laughs> I'm know, a damsel uh, in distress. Yeah, let me get your number. Let's go on a date. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, you tying shoes? Okay, <laughs> I like you. All right, so let's talk about aphrodisiacs, right? Okay. Because people, all, you know, we like to get sensual around Valentine's Day. It just mm-hmm. brings that out of you, the red and mm-hmm. the hearts and all that. Are aphrodisiacs a thing? Mm, to a degree that they are. Um, yes and no. Um, the thing about with aphrodisiacs, you have to eat a lot of them in a, uh, a large quantity over a period of time. And 
it's just not smart to sit there and eat a, a jar of olives, you mm -mm. know, or, or or a whole box of chocolate. That's gonna make you sick. But um, you know, you just have to eat a lot of it. But there are aphrodisiacs out there. Um, just it's small quantities in the food. So yeah. that's the key. You got to remember that. But I think it's really a mental thing. I think that if you think it's going to do something to you, it's going to have an effect on you. Like, I mean, like alcohol or anything mm -hmm. like that. You you think I'm going to have this drink and I'm going to get in the mood. It's going to happen. You know? And some people just mind be on it anyway. They just, yeah, they just all the nasty in the mind already. Yeah, so everything the turned them on. Yeah. All right. So give me the top five aphrodisiacs off the top of your head. Shoot. Uh, chocolate. Yes. Um, alcohol. Okay. Um, oysters. Mm -mm. Um, olives. Um, and for me, a saffron is the spikes. Okay. Um, I think uh, maca powder as well is one of them as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of them ain't really scientifically proven to do anything. <laughs> I mean, you gotta go through a lot to eat it and then go get studied. But it ain't, it ain't even the same. It ain't even a thing no more after that. <laughs> So let's talk about your day in life a little bit since you're Mr. Chef. Like, okay. has this been an aid to your dating life or has it hindered it in terms of um, you being a chef? Um, no effect at all. Um, really? No, not at all. I, I keep things professional um, because, again, most of the uh, industry is uh, mostly women. So for me, it's, you know, I keep it business-wise. Um, I do meet young ladies, but for me, it's like, business first. I'm married to my brand. So if you're interested in me using my brand as your gateway, it's not going to work because I love food. I'm looking at food. I'm thinking about food. So that's that's how that works with with the so, dating scene. But what about when you're actually in a relationship? Like, do you do they expect you to cook all the time? No, actually, um, there's not an expectation when I'm in a relationship. I just kind of take over that aspect of the relationship. I, yes. I love cooking. You know, I think that in the world that we're living in today, there's no such thing as gender roles. I think that, you know, each partner come to the table and you make it work. It's not wrong with a man cooking all the time. Mm -hmm. It's not wrong with a man cleaning a house uh, or vice versa. Women can get in the kitchen sometimes, too. You know what? I love that you love it. And I'll say this because coming from the beauty industry and being a hairstylist, mm -hmm. Sweetie, I only want to do hair work. When I got home, the family asked me to do their hair. I'm like, I'm off. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, right. mm -hmm. as much as I enjoyed it, mm -hmm. I felt like when it became an obligation, it's like, okay, yeah. now y'all pushing it. Yeah, the <clears throat> obligation and expectation kind of, you know, is what turns it off. But I mean, if you make enough food and stuff like that, you ain't got to worry about dinner. You got everything already covered. What about family events? They always want you to cook. They always want me to cook. Actually, my sister is graduating from uh, North Carolina A and T um, soon, and she said. Chef, you gonna do my dinner? <laughs> Be like, send me the information on what you want. So yeah, and how many people? Uh, I think it's like 30, 35, oh, something that's not like bad. that. Yeah, it's not bad, but they're going to eat. They're going to be turned up. So I know I got to bring the noise for And bring all your business cards. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I heard you got some food for us out here too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some um some Southern mac and cheese, and there's actually eight cheese mac and cheese. Ooh. Can't tell you the cheeses because that's my specialty, but it's eight cheese mac and cheese, some sweet chili uh, chicken skewers, and my famous Sunrise Crunch salad. Wow. Be very jealous, guys. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but you don't have to be because guess what we're gonna get all his information so you can book him for your own private private dining experience so tell the people how they can hook up with you on instagram and twitter i am at chef lionel p on facebook i am lionel parks you can find me on those social media outlets as well as you can email me at eats by lionel um, eats by lionel at yahoo.com i love it and last thing 
tell the guests anything that I might have missed or forgot to ask you that you just know that they need to know. Um, I will be open for booking after the February, February Valentine's Day holiday. Because you're booked and busy. I am booked and busy, sold out. All Valentine's Day private dining experiences are sold out. All right, guys. So make sure you guys connect with him on social media. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Thank you. Today, it's been your girl, Heavenly B, here with the Prince George's Daily. Until tomorrow, good day. Hello, Prince George's County. I am Lillian Torres, and here is the latest news for today. The parents of a black college student who was stabbed to death at the University of Maryland are urging lawmakers to strengthen Maryland's hate crime law. Don and Rick Collins spoke Tuesday at a news conference with Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy. The measure would clarify that hate doesn't have to be the sole motivation for a hate crime. Shauna Spanky was found guilty in December of killing Richard Collins III in 2017, but a judge threw out a hate crime charge after ruling prosecutors didn't meet their legal burden of showing that racial hatred motivated Urbanski. The measure is named after Collins. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Specialists recently seized a package of tiny dead birds. Yes, you heard that correctly, in a passenger's baggage at Dulles International Airport. According to officials, the traveler arrived on a flight from Beijing, China on January 27, 2020, where the traveler's final destination was to a residence in Prince George's County, Maryland. During a baggage examination, CBP specialists discovered a package with pictures of a cat and a dog that the passenger said was cat food. The package, according to officials, contained a bunch of unknown small birds about 2.5 to 3.5 inches in length. The birds from China, according to CBP officials, are prohibited for import due to the potential threat of highly pathogenic avian influenza. The avian products were seized on behalf of the U.S. Department of Agriculture and destroyed by incineration with USDA approval. And for our last news story, a car that crashed into a home in Silver Spring is causing one family of three to find another place to stay Tuesday evening. According to the Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, no one was injured when the car crashed into a home. The reason for the crash has been labeled by Montgomery County Police as an accident. The department said the driver lost control of the vehicle, but how the driver lost control of the car is still being investigated. Structural damage to the inside and the outside of the home is why the family of three could not stay at the house, said police. It is not known how the family will find a place to stay or if the Red Cross is assisting them. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast 
do not necessarily reflect those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, David Smalls, Maude Osei, and is executively produced by Dale Roden. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on love in the county. This is the Prince George's Daily.